Hello, and welcome to another episode of Music and Vibes. I'm your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Well, guys, it's finally here. After next Thursday, which happens to be Thanksgiving, it will be the Christmas holiday season, like officially. I know I wanted to bring it on a lot sooner, but it's finally here after next Thursday. And I am super, super excited, of course. I want to try to hit some Black Friday sales. I want to do shopping. So much I want to do. But I am not going to talk about that again this week. Because last week, I was so excited. I told you a whole bunch of stuff I wanted to do. Some of my plans for the holidays. Things I wanted to try to do. So today, I am not going to talk about the holiday season again. I might do it next week. But for now, I am not going to do it. However, if you're interested in knowing what I plan to do for the holiday season, then I just encourage you to go back and listen to last week's episode, which is called Fly. And then you'll find out what I plan to do for the holiday season. And if you are like me and just want to talk about Christmas, then feel free to message me on Facebook and tell me your holiday plans. Now, over the past few months, I have learned a lot about myself. For those of you who are regular listeners of the podcast, you know that in August I quit my job to work on podcasting and then realized my dream of getting my songs into TV, film, and commercials. Now, for those of you who don't know this, I am a singer, songwriter, who has a master's degree in counseling psychology with a concentration in rehabilitation counseling. Yeah, that's a lot to say. For the past eight years, I've been working as a rehabilitation counselor for the state of Alabama. And I think I ever since I was younger, I always said I wanted to be a singer, I wanted to be a songwriter. And, you know, when I was younger, people were like, Kiana, get a job that's practical, something that can pay bills. So I kind of followed that trend as I got older. I went to college, got a job. Um, later, I went back after I got married and had kids, got a master's, and then I started working for the state. And at that time... I decided, you know, I'm just going to be a real adult. I'm just going to do this thing and forget about writing and singing. It's easier to say forget about something you're passionate about than to actually do it. Because it lasted for maybe a few years, but then I got back into it. And so there were a lot of times I was at work and I had nothing to do. I would just write songs. So the thing is, I kept working on songwriting and it got... Of course, you know, my passion was always there, never left. So I continue to work on singing, songwriting, all the other stuff. Now, when I was working for the state, like I said, I spent time writing songs, I recorded them, and I think I did like, I liked my job, but I liked it for several reasons. And one reason I liked my job was because it enabled me to be able to um, work on recording songs, writing songs. You know, I had the extra income to do that and take care of the kids and help out with my family. So that was good. But then it got to a point where it was just like, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to retire from this job. I just want to write. I just want to write and get my music license. So it was during that time I decided, you know what? It's time for me to quit my job. But of course, I thought about quitting my job, but it took me five extra years to actually do it because I didn't have the money to do it. And, you know, when you're married and you have kids and you have bills to pay, you can't just say, hey, I'm just going to quit and quit without a plan. So five years later, here I am. I was able to quit my job in August. And I absolutely love it. I've learned so much about myself. I've learned that, um, yeah, here's what I learned. I learned that I am disciplined enough to actually work from home. 
I learned that if I write something down as a goal, I actually do it. I complete my task. So I'm good at working alone. And I knew this, but it's different when you're like, okay, well, at work, you have something to be accountable for too. Because if you don't get your work done, of course, your boss is going to be like, so how come you didn't get that assignment done? How come you didn't get that report done? And so then you have someone to be accountable to. But when you're your own boss and you're working for yourself, you know, it's kind of easy to slack because let's be real, none of us are ever hard on ourselves. You're not going to be like, Kiana, I need this done and you're fired. You can't fire yourself. So I was kind of worried about that because I do sometimes give myself a lot of leeway. But I've noticed that I go straight to my desk or my office, as I like to call it. I sit down, I work, I write things down, I get it done weekly. I get everything done that I need to get done. And I'm learning so much, and I have so much time to focus on what I want to do. Last night, I did a webinar about um, sync licensing, and I'm ready to start just getting my stuff into music libraries and sending out to music supervisors. But the great thing about it is that I know how to do these things now. Before, when I was working, I'm going to be real, I was in bed by like... 8 30 or 9 o'clock because I was so drained like just the whole thing of going to work and working at a job that you're not passionate about it was just draining to me listening to everyone's problems and trying to help everybody it can take a lot out of you so I was drained and I didn't have a t- I didn't have time when I came home because you know you got to get the kids feed them I was so tired I didn't have time to do anything but last night it was very nice I got to do a webinar I now can stay up past eight. 39 o'clock which is great I no longer feel so old and tired but I'm just saying I'm not old I'm just feeling that way because I was doing a whole bunch of stuff so you know it's like I love doing it I love to I love to be able to have the flexibility of going to the gym and then coming and working on my time and getting it done and knowing that I don't have to be so structured but I know I'm getting things done because I'm working for myself so I love that I also like the fact that I get to spend more time with my kids, my husband. We get to do things together. It's just amazing. So I've been loving it a lot. I also like the fact that I am able to actually go to the rehearsals for the groups that I am actually in. I can listen to the music. I can write my own songs. It's just wonderful. And I love the fact that it's so musical. I'm doing so many things with music. So I am very happy about it. But I went through this long, drawn-out story to tell you one thing that I have discovered, one thing I've discovered is that you, me, all of us need to pay attention to our instincts. And I know I've said this before on a different podcast, but we need to pay attention to our instincts. So if there's something that you're passionate about and something you love to do, don't think that, oh, I'm an adult now, I'm working, I have to give up this dream, I have to give up doing this. No, you don't have to give it up. Now, I always tell people, as long as it's a legal thing you want to do, you are free to go ahead and do it. Now, yeah, you may not be able to quit your job right now, and that's fine. Everyone doesn't need to. You may need to do this as a side hustle, and that is great. But the thing is, you just have to start working on it. And I think the thing that really helped me with what I was trying to do is acknowledging it. I remember like 10 years ago, well, nine years ago, when I just sat down, I was like, Kiana, you are going to write songs. You need to write. And I acknowledged that that passion for writing songs had never left and that I need to work on it. And then once I acknowledged it, I started taking action to actually do it. So what I would do is every single day, I would just write a song. Now, the beginning songs were terrible, terrible, horrible. And then they started to get better. But this that was after like years. Like, I've been writing songs almost every day for the past nine years. 
And so now they are better. I can do them faster. I get more inspiration quickly. It's great. But before, I just sit for hours not knowing how to do this, not, you know, the lyrics were terrible, not, it was just bad. But what I'm saying is acknowledge what you want to do. After you acknowledge, take tiny steps, baby steps to begin working on it. But you have to do something because even with baby steps, you're moving forward. If you take no steps, you're going to be in the same place. But every day, take a step closer to doing something that you want to do. And so what I want to do is just encourage you today to unleash the creativity that's within you and just go for it. Like, just write down on a piece of paper. That's what I want you to do. Write down on a piece of paper what your passion is, what you want to do. And it may not even be a business. It may not even be something where you have to quit your job. It might be, I want to get better at swimming. I want to mountain climb, what travel. I mean, whatever it is. But acknowledge that that is what you want to do. And then take steps every day to try to do something to make that dream come true. And when you do that, you will feel better. Now. I also want to tell you, you're going to be scared because it is a scary thing to do when you're trying to reach a goal or a dream because it's a dream for a reason. You don't think it can be done. But when you're trying to reach it, it can be scary because it feels impossible. Like, oh, I'll never do that. But listen, I'm going to tell you, go for it. You may be afraid. Now, this is one time I'm going to say ignore the fear. Now, there are a lot of times you should not ignore fear. It has its place. It's actually a good thing because it keeps us from doing a lot of dangerous and impulsive things that we probably would do that would not be good for us. It keeps us from, you know, self-destructing. So I think fear is good to a certain extent. But if it's something like a dream or a goal or something, I think fear hinders us. So it's like a double-edged sword. It can be good and keep us safe from danger, but can also hinder us from being who we really want to be and being creative and just being us. So if that is you and you have fear and you're worried about moving forward, ignore your fear. I said it, ignore the fear and just keep moving forward. Every day that you ignore the fear and don't let it get to you and you move forward toward your goal and your dream, then that is another day that you will be less afraid to do what you actually want to do. So that's my encouragement to you for the week. Now, if you need some accountability and you just need someone to share this dream with, then feel free to go to my Facebook page. And the Facebook page is Music and Vibes Facebook page. And just message me what your dream is so you can tell somebody else. And that way, you can acknowledge what you want to do. So I would love to hear from you if this is what you need to do to get this ball rolling and start working on your dreams. So... If you need someone to just tell your dream to, I'm here, I'll listen. So just message me on Facebook with on the Music and Vibes Facebook page, and I will listen to what you have to say. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Now, today on the podcast, we are going to talk about ways to affirm or reaffirm your spouse over the holidays. As I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, the holiday season is finally here. And if you are like me, there's a lot of things to do and there's just not enough time to get it done. It's like between fixing and planning dinners, shopping, working, trying to spend time with family. It's just so much to do and trying to cram into one tiny space of time. 
The holiday season can be one of the most difficult times in a marriage because there's just not enough time to do everything and be everything to everybody. I mean, it's impossible. You simply can't do it. Some couples have a hard enough time making time for each other during a regular year. So as you can imagine, the holiday season can make spending quality time together even more difficult. This is why it is so important to find ways to reaffirm your spouse on a daily basis every day of the year, but especially during the holiday season. Now, I don't know if you know this or not, but the word affirmation actually means emotional support or encouragement. The awesome thing about affirmations is that you can give them to yourself as well. For example, I have several affirmation statements that I have said to myself on a regular basis. Like for instance, if if I am sinning or if I'm working or doing something that seems difficult or hard, I say, Keanu, you got this. You can do this. And then I actually do it. Or if I'm frustrated about something, I'll say, Keanu, you know what? It is going to be all right. You're strong. You're smart. You can handle this. And I can. And so it's like these self-affirming statements, they work. They honestly do. It's a way to encourage yourself when no one else is around to encourage you. And sometimes I think self-encouragement is amazing and it's a good thing to do because sometimes people could look at you and they think everything is great or they don't understand where you may have a fear, what your fears are or where your self-doubt may come in. People may not get that or understand that, but you get that and you understand it because it is happening to you. So it's important for you to encourage yourself. For you to see where you may be struggling in an area or where you may have self-doubt about something and just encourage yourself. So yeah, affirmations are good. And the great thing is, like I said, you can affirm yourself. Now, I know that hearing the words, I believe in you, can do to a person. I know it can do a lot to help a person when they're dealing with self-doubt, even if you are the one saying it to yourself. Words are powerful and can be used to encourage or tear down. I'm a strong believer that life and death is held in the power of your tongue. You are who you think you are. You are who you believe you are. And research has shown that people treat you how you feel about yourself. That's how people base how they treat you. If you feel like you don't deserve love and no one should love you and you don't deserve kindness, then people are going to treat you that way. And it'll become a self-fulfilling prophecy because you'll be like, nobody loves me, but then you don't love yourself. So people are not going to love you because you're projecting that I don't deserve to be loved. I'm not lovable. And so that is how sometimes people get caught up with the same thing of dealing and constantly going to bad relationships and picking the wrong guy. It's not that there's anything wrong with you. You can make good choices and you can have a guy who will love you. And that that goes for you too, guys. You can have a woman who loves you. You can. You just need to love yourself because when you love yourself, that love will come from within and then people will actually feed off of what you are giving out. So if you love yourself, then people will love you because you love yourself and you're telling them, hey, I deserve to be loved. Now, I'm not saying like cocky because cockiness is just annoying on any level. (laughs) So the annoying cockiness and vanity I'm not talking about that I'm talking about like self-love just loving yourself and people will understand that oh they love themselves they're confident you know they're and then people will treat you the same way and I found that to be very interesting to be honest now for all you Christians out there who 
don't believe in this, let me just say one thing. It's actually true. And it can help you in your love life. It can help you in love and in your life and in success. When you believe in yourself and you love yourself, it can help you maintain a loving and healthy relationship as well. Now, I know Christians don't really believe that you should love yourself. And they may not buy into this way of thinking. But as a Christian myself, I like to point out that even Jesus knew that you could not love someone else if you did not love yourself. That is why he said in Matthew twenty two thirty nine. Jesus said this. I didn't say it. So I don't want anyone to say Kiana said this. Jesus said this in Matthew 22, 39. He said that we should love our neighbor as ourselves. I'm not making this stuff up. There has been, well, there's proof in the Bible. Jesus said this. There has also been scientific proof that what we say, think, and feel about ourselves is a good indicator of what people are going to say, think, and feel about us. The way we feel about ourselves determines how other people view us. Now, I can go on and on and on and on talking about the importance of loving yourself, but I won't. That is a podcast for another time and another place. However, if the way we feel about ourselves determine how people treat us, then imagine what affirmations can from us can do to help our spouse. I have heard the saying many times, and you guys have too, that behind every good man or woman, is okay let's switch that up behind every good man is a good woman and vice versa behind every good woman is a good man now for the longest i have not i didn't understand what that meant i had no idea but as i got wiser not older because i just get wiser and i stay the same age i began to realize that it meant that behind every good man and woman is a spouse who believes in them and affirms them Daily affirmations to your spouse can boost their confidence in themselves. It can give them courage when they feel like they don't have any courage. It can let them know that they are loved. It can give them motivation. It can restore them when they feel broken. It can let them know that you are in their corner and that even if the world is against them, that you are with them and that you're going to help them. It can help them become a better version of themselves. And the list goes on and on. Did you know that daily words of affirmation can strengthen and improve your marriage? If you don't believe me, then give it a try for yourself. You will be surprised at how just one affirmative statement from you can change the situation and leave your spouse feeling like they can conquer the world. Giving words of affirmation is not just something you do over the holiday season, but it's something you should be doing every single day of the year. I can't stress how important it is. It's impossible to stress how important this is, but it's important. So I need you guys to start doing it if you are not doing it. However, with everything that goes on during the holiday season, it's especially important to remember to reaffirm your spouse during this time. And guys, you know how it is. You can get frustrated because you're trying to decorate the house or you're trying to cook and nothing's working out. You can snap at your spouse sometimes. You can be irritable. I mean, things happen. So it's especially important during this time to reaffirm your spouse on a regular basis with words of affirmation. So... What are some ways that we can reaffirm our spouse during the holiday season? Well, there are a lot of ways to reaffirm your spouse during the holiday season, but I'm just going to give you a few examples. Now, hopefully these examples will give you more ideas and ways to affirm your spouse based on their love language and personality. So, are you ready? (laughs) Okay, here we go. Number one, touch your spouse. Number two, appreciate your spouse. Number three. Surprise your spouse. Maybe give them a gift or something. Number four, cook for your spouse. Number five, 
compliment them. I know this sounds really easy, huh? Number six, tell them that you love them on a regular basis. Number seven, be excited to see them or spend time with them. Now, that excitement has a lot to do to affirm your spouse because when you walk into a house and your spouse is happy to see you, it makes your your spouse excited to be home. I remember when my kids were small, and even now they still do this. Like, I'll come first, they'll be texting, Mommy, where are you? Are you coming home? So when I come home, usually my middle daughter is like standing at the door. The other kids are running to the door. Hey, Mommy. Hi, Mom. And it's great because they did this when they were really small. But now that they are like teenagers and they're still doing it, I find this amazing. So if it makes me feel welcome and loved and happy to come home, just imagine how it would make your husband or your wife feel when they came home and you were just like, Hey, how are you? I'm so happy to see you or have some a drink for them or you know have something special for them letting them know that you're excited to see them so that would help now it's not something i don't think everybody can do every day but just to, like smile and like hey how are you instead of like oh you're home you know that kind of thing so be excited to see them or spend time with them these are just a few ways to affirm your spouse when i was learning about the ways to affirm your spouse i was very surprised that Affirmations for your spouse may not always be about words, but that it, it can involve physical touch, gifts, acts of service, quality time, and of course, words of affirmation. Do you see where I'm going with this? Yes, for those of you who are familiar with the love languages, I said them all right here. All of the love languages can be used as ways to affirm your spouse. Now, for those of you who do not know about the love languages, or the five love languages that I'm talking about. They are, and if I'm going to go slow, so if you want to write it down, you can. Okay, there's physical touch, that's one. There's gifts, that would be two. And this is in no particular order as well. Three would be acts of service, four, quality time, and five, words of affection, or words of affirmation. Now, if you are familiar with the five love languages, I would encourage, if you're not familiar with these five love languages, I would encourage you to read the book um, by Gary Chapman. And the book is called, yeah, you can guess, Five Love, The Five Love Languages. It's an awesome read. And it will help you discover your spouse and what his love language is or her love language is. And it'll also help you know what your love language is so that you can understand how you feel love and what ways love can be communicated to you and as well as knowing how you can communicate love to your spouse. Now, for those of you who are already familiar with the five love languages, feel free to use this information to come up with different and creative ways to affirm your spouse. These are just a few ideas today just to help you keep the spark alive in your marriage and make your spouse feel special during the holiday season. But feel free to come up with as many as you can of your own based on your husband or your wife's personality and their love language. Now, the song that we are going to listen to today is called Told You Before, and it is about a woman who is trying to affirm her husband as he heals from previous bad relationships. All right, here's the song, Told You Before. I know in the past she broke your heart. Now it is hard for you to trust me. But I hope 
Now, before I end the podcast, I would like to first thank you guys for spending time with me. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for just hanging out. I've had a lot of fun, and as always, I enjoy the time that I spent with you. I would also like to thank Anique Music for their continual support of the show. Anique Music is a publishing company, and that's the publishing company that represents all of the music on the Music and Vibes podcast. So thank you, Anique Music, for your support. Now, guys, if you are enjoying this episode of the podcast, and if you are enjoying the podcast, please share this episode of the podcast with a friend. And if you have not already subscribed to the podcast, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. When you subscribe, if I do any like extra episodes, maybe like I do sometime on Fridays, you will get them all because you are subscribed to the podcast and you would know what's going on. And you'll also um, 
be able to know when I do a new episode or you'll get all the episodes that come. I try to do them every Wednesday, but sometimes it comes out on Thursday. But I've been doing good for the past few months and it's been on every Wednesday. So guys, just subscribe so you can get this every Wednesday straight to your phone or straight to your computer or wherever you listen to the podcast. You'll get it every single week. So please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Now, I'm going to try to remember to put the link to the podcast in the show notes so that would be easier for you just to click on that link and then you can just subscribe to the podcast. You can also visit our website at musicandvibes.com and there you can binge listen to any of the episodes of the podcast from the very first one to the one we are at now or you can read blogs or you can go check it out store. There's a lot of things you can do. So go over if you don't have time to subscribe, just go to the musicandvibes.com. That's our website. And you'll be able to read the blogs and see what we're about and just check out the website. All right. Well, guys, I think that is all I have to say. So until next week, have an amazing day. And I'm thinking I may try to do a Facebook Live. I don't know if I'm... I'm going to try to get that done. So maybe this week, maybe next week. I'm not sure when it will be, but I'm going to try to do it. All right, so stay tuned to find out when I finally get the courage to do my Facebook Live. It's funny, I was talking to you guys about fear and everything, and what I tell you to do, I said just ignore it. So I may just have to ignore my fear of Facebook Live and just get it done. So I may do it this week, or I may do it next week. I'll see, but we're going to get this Facebook Live thing done. All right, well, until later, I will see you next Wednesday. And until then, have an amazing day, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye for now.